Welcome to Education Today, where we'll explore what is possible in education today by covering everything from cool tech to sound pedagogy infused with teacher stories, sprinkled with a little fun, and filled with inspiration from around the globe. I'm your host, Scott Nunes, and this is Education Today. Welcome everyone to Education Today. I'm your host, Scott Nunes. I'm really excited to share out today with you eight epic streamlining tricks. Really tips, they're not tricks. We're not tricking anyone, but uh, that's the title I put in. <laughs> um, I thought it sounded a little more catchy. Make sure you're following me on Twitter at Mr. Noon's Teach and subscribe to this podcast. And it would really help if you left us or left me uh, a review on Apple Podcasts. That goes a long way. That helps others find the podcast. So if you like this content, share it out and uh, leave that review. It really does help others find the podcast. And so uh, first things first, once you've already kind of onboarded your students, you've let them know um, the procedures and the process of your course or courses and given them a roadmap and you've done uh, rapport building activities, that's the number one thing. You've really discovered how they tick, what makes them tick and function. Now you're not gonna get a perfect picture or maybe not even as good of a picture as you would in class because you're not witnessing as many of those peer-to-peer interactions. It's really hard if you're doing distance learning or hybrid learning and you don't have all that face-to-face time. Uh, Even face-to-face right now could be challenging just because of all of the restrictions, right? There are so many more things that you're responsible for and have to be on top of. So it's just not going to be the same right now. Um, so, you know, um, one of the steps is, you know, be graceful. And I mean, be graceful in terms of how you approach the content, but also give and receive grace. So if you mess up or tech is not working, for example, just yesterday I was running a training and tech was acting up. I could not get my Google Slides presentation to add some new content. It No matter what I was doing, it was not working. And just the teachers I was working with, they prefer it in slides rather than PowerPoint. That program switch, even though we have access to both, it throws them off sometimes. And so... <laughs> I really wanted to stay in slides and there were all kinds of snafus. People were getting kicked out and I had to police the the presentation uh, or training because uh, it was for pay. Um, it was a mess. Now, it probably didn't look as bad as what I felt internally, but chaos was ensuing. So I had to give myself a little grace like, hey, it's going to be better. I followed up with just like amazing resources. So if they got lost um, in any part of the training, they could follow up and I recorded the training. So they had that. So that was really nice. So think about that. What are you going to do when there are snafus? And these streamlining um, tips are really set up to help you develop 
uh, your online course. So even if you're face-to-face, -face, maybe you're using an LMS or like a Google site um, to do things. So create a start here section. Uh, that's going to really help onboard any new students, any late transfers, right? Students may be transferring classes at this time. You might have some people still moving, maybe not as many as normal, but, you know, there may be some, especially with people being out of work and looking for jobs. Maybe they're having to make moves. I know a bunch of my students from last year, they moved to different states. You may be experiencing the same thing, especially if you're in Texas. All of us Californians seem to be going there. Uh, the next thing you should do, uh, I talked about having like a course map or guide. You should share that with your students so they can reference it, so they know where they're starting and they know, you know, somewhat where they're going. Like, oh, hey, we're going to read these novels or cover these kinds of topics. It's just really nice. So when they, you know, experience those new things along the road, they know, okay, we're doing great. We're making progress forward. We're going. It's kind of like these little check marks, um, check boxes that you can just like mark off. Uh, next, I would highly recommend that you set up an FAQ section or page. You, this could be a working document, something like, uh, a Microsoft Word doc, it could be um, a Google doc, and actually right now with Microsoft's new transcribing feature, I say go with that unless it's too much to uh, transfer over. And the reason I say that is because you can record your lectures and any instructions you have as long as you save that audio uh, even if it's in a video, it's not too hard. You can look up how to split audio and video online. There are a ton of free programs that'll help you do that. You could save it as an MP3, and I highly recommend you save it as, you know, a decent quality MP3. Uh, I wouldn't go lower than uh, 128 when you're compressing the uh, MP3. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, you can Google it up, look at all the different compression uh, sizes for MP3s. Uh, and then you can upload that to Microsoft Word's transcribing feature. And then you can grab those little pieces of instruction that, that you want and put them into your FAQ page. Uh, you can also have a section in your LMS, maybe have some some videos to help out like here's how you log in to our app portal or here's how you use clever or class link if you have a single sign-on um, that plays nicely with your lms the next thing is to utilize any performance enhancing communication tools that you have so at our site we use a tool called go school messenger if you don't have that there's remind uh, we switched from Remind because there were further restrictions placed on the free version of Remind. Some schools have the paid version. Uh, I didn't mind Remind. It worked for me. Uh, maybe your LMS has a messenger. So we use Schoology, and we can use that messenger. And then um, also just email parents. And phone calls go a long way, especially positive phone call so i i got this tip from alice killer and i'm gonna mention her again later probably but 
um, she let me know she called all of her students. That is a lot of work. I'm not going to sugarcoat the amount of work it is, but it is rewarding work and it will pay dividends guaranteed throughout the year because when you call and you really need something, if you've established this positive rapport, when you really need something, those parents, those students are going to be more likely to work with you and meet you where you are. Also, invite feedback. Find a system that works for you. It doesn't mean that everybody's throwing all their problems at you. But yesterday, for example, when I had the tech snafus, I reached out to a coworker and I said, you know, how could I have done that differently? Was I going too fast? Uh, you know, did I give enough resources? Just kind of like that that micro teaching piece, that check for understanding for yourself. You can get that from the students too. And oftentimes they'll be brutally honest. So be aware of that too. But be constructive with how you approach that. Give them a system. Let them know, hey, set up something like, you know, always say something positive. Um and be constructive in your responses and give them some sentence frames. Give them that scaffolding. Um, next, motivate your students. Uh, we have to be part entertainer these days. Uh, and good teaching is good teaching. So for all of you seasoned vets out there, just keep doing what you're doing. You know what that's like. If you need some inspiration, some ideas, go ahead, check out Dave Burgess's Teach Like a Pirate. Check out Edu Protocols. Uh, because part of motivating students is not staying on one thing for longer than you need to stay on it. So really switching gears quickly, not, not so quickly that they can't follow you, but so that each piece of information is inviting and exciting. You'll have to play around with it. You may even fail, especially if it's new to you. But that's okay, because with purposeful practice, you'll get closer to that perfection that we're seeking. You'll never reach it. <laughs> Nobody ever does. Even the most seasoned, talented veterans, uh, they still have room to improve, and they'll tell you that as well. The wise ones will anyways. Uh, so hang in there, and you can always do better. Um so, so go for it. Don't sell yourself short. And then have a how-to or tutorial section. I did this. That was so great because whenever it goes along with the FAQ, you can have the FAQ point to these tutorial videos. So wherever you can put them, you know, even if they're just links to YouTube videos, uh, that helps. But you will get more buy-in and more investment uh, in your course if they come from you. So what I would do, and I learned this from Alice Keeler and Catelyn Tucker, is if you're going to give instruction or, or, or teach a lesson, part of a lesson, just record it and then you can upload it and they can review it. It could be as simple as that. And so if you're already doing a bunch of synchronous or asynchronous learning, just house that in a spot to where they can consistently find it. And then Lastly, do not spread yourself too thin. So it's easy 
to kind of want to do it all and there's so much to do and only so many hours in the day and I I heard some some study I don't know how uh, well done it was I never went to go fact check it right <laughs> something I really should have done and we all need to do but I I just like the concept it said that uh I think it would take you 36 hours to do all of the things that you're supposed to do for yourself in a 24-hour period, and that didn't include sleep. And that's very much what the situation feels like. So play to your strengths, whatever they are. For me, I knew I was not going to be the grammar king. There was already a grammar king at our school, and he was highly talented. I knew I was not going to be able to compete well on that level that didn't mean I didn't try and didn't do grammar but that was not what I focused on that wasn't uh my bread and butter you know I focused a lot on uh the quality of writing you know getting those main ideas I focused on um poetry I focused a lot on uh connecting to other subjects particularly historical figures and subjects and linking it with modern day um, people from pop culture and um, often rappers that was an easier one for me so I, I really touched on that so when there was like a new hit record kids would be singing it or telling me about it and I would do some research and then try and connect it to the material if you're doing something like that it really helps and in terms of your training too you gotta have some downtime for yourself so you know find a way to you know make some time for yourself make some time for your friends family loved ones and uh, try and do your best to have that work-life balance now this is kind of like a tidal wave that is really knocked over everyone so nobody's really standing tall right now so we're really leveled the playing field this is really a time to advance and show how you can shine in this field of education um, so do what you can but you need some downtime so you know last reminder don't spread yourself too thin i really hope these eight epic streamlining tricks help you out reminder of what they are be graceful create a start here section share a course map or guide set up your own FAQ section or page, utilize performance enhancing communication tools, motivate students, be graceful, have a how-to or tutorial section, and don't spread yourself too thin. I'm Scott Nunes. Everyone out there in the field of education, you're awesome. And I really believe that. And you know why? Because you showed up you're extending yourself, and these are tough times. If you're still in this field right now, it means you care because I don't know too many people that could put up with the challenges that we're facing right now just to collect a paycheck. I'm sure there's a small number, but it's a sliver. I think many of those teachers, that, at least that I've seen in my area, have been weeded out. They're looking for something different. They're looking for the easy out, wherever that is, uh, because these are tough times and we're being asked to do 
so much. So I want to let you know you're awesome. I appreciate you. Let me know how I can support you on your journey towards greatness in the field of education. And remember out there, when it's tough, it's grind time. Thank you for listening to Education Today. It is my pleasure to share with you all. Let's stay connected on Twitter. You can find me at Mr. Noons Teach. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast on the player of your choice and give Education Today a positive review on Apple Podcasts. Remember, everyone, out here in this field of education, it's grind time.